a man growing up with a cane pole in his hand. Like a fool of dreams sitting down by the street, but leads him to the corpus play. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I want to go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with DJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead, and I'm going just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, you get going. Leave the sinking ship behind. Come on, the rising Back to the outdoor zone, live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old pin check on the back of the ranch, but we call it home live every Sunday morning, 7 to 9 a.m. Central, 24-7, 365, as a recorded podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms. Share them with your friends. My name is TJ Granny, and the bunkhouse with me now is Cody Ryan. Oh, yeah. Beef steak. Oh, where's the beef? And yeah. we got ranch hands all over the place to get the gate and make sure the old pot belly stove's fired up. Everything's Tower. happening out there, and uh, no. shout out to all you pastors out there that are getting ready for church this morning, trying to finish up that sermon, or maybe uh, maybe just trying to figure out what it is you're supposed to be talking about today. Uh, shout out to all those folks that are setting up for church, putting chairs up, making coffee, all that. Uh, thank you for all your hard work, and thank you to our first responders who are out there making sure that we're all safe during the during the night we could wake up to a beautiful day like today i just saw a cardinal land right in front of me that's a, <laughs> that's a good squirrel. sign and don't forget squirrel. don't forget about yeah. jack the uh the ranch hand that got here early and set everything oh, up. Well, we jack. got so many different ranch jack of all trades. it's hard yeah. to remember who's who track of all trades well we'll get it straight before we uh you know send out their christmas gifts so, uh, CR, you had something that you were, oh, McBride's Guns. That's what I'm That's talking right. about. McBride's gifts. Guns. Hey, uh, our hometown gun shop here in Austin area is our friends over at McBride's Guns. The way society's pounding on our rights to own guns, it's imperative we support our local gun shops. The one we trust with our constitutional rights, McBride's Guns. Family-owned and operated, full-service firearm dealer. Looking for your personal carrier, referral class, one place. McBride's Guns got something you want to trade in. You got a firearm you want to trade in. Maybe you got a, an estate that's closing out, and you got a bunch of firearms, and you need to figure out what to do with them. Go see our friends at McBride's Guns. They can walk you through the whole process. You'll find them in the same place they've been for years, corner of 30th and Lamar or Call them at 472-3532 or online, mcbridesguns.com. McBride's Guns are our hometown gun shop. CR. Yes, so I 
it was a question that I, has come up that um, I've had posed in the in the past, maybe during times where I'm questioning whether, uh, you know, bass fishing tournaments, professional bass fishing tournaments, traveling all over the country is something that I want to do, you know, as you get maybe discouraged or burned out at certain times, uh, you know, throughout a season. Um, I've questioned, you know, whether this is what I'm supposed to be doing or not. And so far, every time it's come around that, yeah, this is the direction I'm going to go and continue to go down. And, you know, 20 years later, it's what I do. But, uh, or 15 or whatever, 15 years, I guess, or whatever it is. But um, my wife asked me several years ago, and I thought it was something I would be interesting to ask you guys. If uh, she's asked me, you know, when I've questioned those things, she goes, well, if you didn't fish, what, what do you mean? What would you do if you didn't have a boat and you didn't this wasn't your what would you think about eat sleep and breathe if you weren't fishing fishing tournaments and so i was kind of posing the question or wanted to pose the question like if hunting and fishing wasn't an option like say it wasn't even on our radar either any of our radars or what did you do prior to or what would you be doing if hunting and fishing you know, was not, was not something we did. Well, my cone would shrivel up and die, and I would cease to exist. <laughs> well, you don't remember you, the cone heads? You haven't hunted and fished your whole life. No. I mean, there been, there's been, you know, flashes of it here and there throughout your, your life, but until just the last, I don't know how long, a decade, where you really bought in full to the whole outdoor lifestyle, and, you know, and now that's what, consumes your thoughts and weekends and spare money right spare time spare money spare life spare everything yep yeah um and I, well prior, spare freezers <laughs> well prior to that i was i like to say i was just searching for something like i was just on my on the pathway to what i was being delivered to in the outdoors right i think it's something that I wasn't necessarily uh, grew up in, you know, uh, there were, like you said, flashes of it. But along the way, I was looking for something, always seeking something. And if I will tell you that the one thing that I did for about 10 years is uh, motorcycle riding, long distance motorcycle riding. Really enjoyed that. You get out, you Would see Would you country. be in a motorcycle gang right now if it wasn't for the outdoors? If it wasn't for Jesus, Yeah. I I would be. I'm I'm pretty sure. You know, he looks like a motorcycle gang member. Oh, for sure. I just don't know what job he would have. Uh, Whether he'd be the guy that showed up for like rent money, you know, because they own a bunch of slumlord uh, rent houses, you know, yeah. as one of their investments for the for the gang. Or some guy wanted to join the gang, he'd go over there and just beat him up and just say, okay. You passed test one, grasshopper. No, no, they won't let me baptize anymore. They say I'm scary, so maybe that's it. Maybe that's mm -hmm. what you're talking about. <laughs> but yeah, well, you so led a motorcycle those. gang for beefsteak. Well, glad you found hunting and fishing. Well, Yikes. we used to call ourselves. So, we had one called the Holy Hogs. So that was it. And people are still surprised that I don't have a tattoo. That is one thing that just they can't believe. 
that I so am. So you'd have tattoos and be a motorcycle gang in a motorcycle gang if you didn't hunt and fish. What about you, TJ? So I, I'm one of the few people, uh, I had a career that was based in, in a lot around uh, hunting and fishing, traveled the world, writing hunting and fishing stories. And uh, it was, you know, it was a deal. And, uh, and then I uh, had an encounter with God and, and uh, that brought me into a more, uh, I, I'm one of the guys that I think if you ask, hey, do you know exactly what you're supposed to be doing on this planet right now? I would tell you yes. I mean, is it moment to moment? Am I supposed to, you know, do something moment to moment? But o overall, with what I think I'm supposed to be doing, it's teaching men to use the outdoors as a way to reach uh, boys that don't have dads and teach them hunting and fishing skills. So, uh, if I might so, add to that, TJ, I, and I but if you and don't mind. Kinda, I never really left hunting and fishing. If I didn't do that, I'd be running a construction company and I'd be building stuff and I'd I'd be that's what I would be doing. If I well, wasn't hunting and fishing, I'd be obsessively compulsively. Building temples. Build well, I will have to say that business. part of the hunting outdoor uh, lifestyle for me is where we're combined with KOZ, which, you know, uh, it gives it, you know, that everything purpose. I like like you, my encounter with Jesus. Um, it brought me into where I want to help those boys that were like myself growing up where I didn't have a dad around and I was angry and I didn't understand why and very easily could have gone the wrong way and did many times, but came back. There was a plan in my life, and I believe that uh, for the last dozen years, I finally found it. What about you, CR? Man, that went. My minor, <laughs> I didn't mean for it to go into a place that it went. I was just like, well, I'd probably play golf. Like, I like golf. I used and, to play uh, golf. Yeah. I like I like playing I golf. I never played golf and I'm afraid that if I started to do I I love well, this isn't about golf, but I what I love about golf is I love the clubhouse. <laughs> like going in there ordering You're not even lunch, a drinker. And 19th hole. No, no, you go in there you order food and then they just write your name down and then they leave. Of course, I always go to other people's clubhouses and it's always <laughs> their name and so I don't ever see a bill. Uh but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to play golf. Anyway, well, I used to play golf every golf. week, every week. Of course, I used to play softball every week, and I used to be in a dart tournament and a pool, pool tournaments, and did everything, everything. Yeah, that was the problem. I did everything. Well, Cr, you you spent you spent a lot of years building a business, and then chose not to do the business, you know, thing. Yeah, well, I mean, that. I I I love. I love work and I would probably be, uh, I love working and building and building businesses and I'd probably be doing a lot of that, but I was thinking more like as an activity outside of, and I was, I literally wrote down golfing and rodeo of some sort, whether it be roping or probably oh, roping. Oh, good You know one. what you would, you That's would be a, announcing CR. You'd be out there. You'd be the guy. I going, could be. And next we got Tater, yeah. Tater Reynolds coming out. 
We got old Tater Reynolds in shoot number eight coming out. Fans, put your hands together for Tater Reynolds. I could do it, too. (laughs) Maybe that's it. (laughs) This is the segment I needed, boys. Go volunteer. I'm I'm going to find me a rodeo announcing job. The FAA could use. Sponsored by our friends at. At Sun Automotive. You know, everybody at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired. And if it's my wife. Then it will be Sun Auto Service. Sun Auto Service is a family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. So you know you can trust them. When it comes to our auto repair in uh, the bunkhouse and maintenance needs, brake repairs, and maintenance services, Sun Automotive Service appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at all the Sun Auto Repair shops. And check out the one that's nearest you, 405 West Slaughter Lane. That would be mine, 1300 Medical Parkway, Cedar Park, 1403 River Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road, 620 North. Follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week. Just go to sunautoservice.com. Next up, our Peter Report. <laughs> you get it only one place, straight from the Rodeo Contact. It's the Peter Report on the Outdoor Zone. Catch us 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, this is Jeff Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody on the Outdoor Zone. Welcome back, Regulators. You're tuned into the bunkhouse. Here's a notice to antis and terrorists. Us bunkhouse boys and our regulators, we don't give in to you anti-gun crowd, PETA terrorist, or the Taliban. It's how we roll here in the bunkhouse. Keep informed by riding the trail with us all week online at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, our buddies over at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. They got truckloads of new Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Rams headed this way during the nile maxwell big sales event that done at the nile maxwell super center all month long the newest vehicles showing up by the truckloads daily and make no payments for 90 days enjoy the time off and your first payment won't be until march of 23 it's the biggest sale event of the year and we got the inventory right now the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. So come and pick out yours today. This is the big event for the biggest discounts, the best financing offers, and Supercenter size selection. Head to the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. We sell more than anyone else. 620 and 183 in Austin, or visit us online at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. NileMaxwellSupercenter.com. All right. Now it's time for our PETA report. They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA report because we love animals too. They taste great. You know, I was thinking we ought to take the crazy stuff that they do just to get their name said. Uh-huh. I mean, they do a ton of stuff where they just want to be 
heard on our radio show. They just want to hear Peta, you know, come out from us, and uh, and we ought to do the opposite. So this week they sent a letter, and they're they're doing this little protest thing, and they're trying to get uh, San Francisco Board of Supervisors to rename Wool Street in uh, Bernal. Bernal Heights neighborhood. They want to change Wool Street to Vegan Wool Street to bring attention to the cruelty inflicted to sheep during the wool shearing process. Yeah, it'll probably go through there. San Francisco. Probably be Vegan Street by the end of this whole thing. No doubt. But I was thinking, wouldn't it be funny? We should go to uh, small town Texas where we live or someplace and get them to change the street to uh like, like vincent avenue or uh smackdown smackdown boulevard yeah <laughs> dead animal <laughs> avenue dead animal <laughs> circle what oh. would you think what would you our listener think so it was funny mrs graney was at a fundraiser yesterday where they they have these and this is a all around the country they do the uh soup in a bowl yeah deal where you don't uh, make a I bowl what it's make up yeah you go buy and you buy a bowl and it's full of soup and and the donation goes to some nonprofit, and uh but they have to make all these ceramic bowls and so she went with a friend yesterday and they were making bowls and they were sitting in this huge room with a bunch of other ladies and uh and she said well and it was interesting because this is small town america and a bunch of these ladies in there were were uh were liberal thinking ladies. They truly lean, lean that way. Like one lady was saying how, uh, how they were testing a rat one time and it, and it bit her. And another lady said, well, golly lady, yeah, probably hurt that rat. And so that's why they bit you. And, uh, and that's then the, why you're and liberal. And then the next thing the lady you says got bit is, by a lab rat. And then the next thing the lady says is, well, we were cleaning our venison this year, and I took a took a roast and started talking. And Sandra, uh, Mrs. Graney said, "It's the weirdest thing, you know. They're <laughs> they're liberal in a lot of their stuff, but they eat deer meat." Yeah, <laughs> it's like, okay, y'all this, live y'all live thirty minutes closer to Liberalville than I do. <laughs> oh man! But I'll tell you what: if you tell if you go to your neighbor in Liberalville as you call it, and you say, hey, would you like something that's grass-fed, cage-free, MSG-free, gluten-free, right, and no antibiotics, grass-fed, would you want it? That They'd love it. They'd be all over it. Absolutely. How about all these cows that's out here deer. in these pastures out around me? Yeah, but that's deer that's meat right are. there. And fat-free. Huh? So got, we... We just got a text from uh, from your sister, uh, Taylor, who is an FFA teacher and a very successful one. And um, she has this thing that she just texted me, and it's a picture of a truly sheared, sh- sheared lamb, one that is actually the way that they do it and what it takes to do it. And then the picture that they used in a PETA ad with some 
movie star dude and and it's got an almost an almost skinned uh photo so i mean it's just it's just what they do they just lie about it it's a marketing firm it's disgusting so if you were going to have what what could we talk about with grade with with the uh, license plate they're good they get us they get us to talk about them did you (laughs) did you see that part with the license plate and uh i do like i like that texas dmv rejected it yeah so let's tell them about it cody uh it's so it uh, i guess uh texas dmv rejects vulgar PETA license plate Uh, imagine driving along the highway at a smooth 82 on a sunny afternoon when the kids you roll up on and next to another uh, in another car and your adorable fifth grader says love to blank and their eighth grade sibling chimes in well you know what the fu stands for uh that's why uh and that PETA is why your l v t o f u license plate was rejected <laughs> by the texas department of motor vehicles yeah the uh acronym i still hadn't figured out uh love tofu is what it was supposed to be and somebody wanted a texas license plate that had l v t o f u gotcha and somebody at dmv when they read it they didn't see see love tofu they saw (laughs) something else in those letters and they thought Yeah, yeah. Oh. and they thought, well, oh, yeah, you're going to get a, a seventh grader pull up, and he's going to look over and see the license plate and start talking about it or laugh about it or tell his mom about Love it. Love tofu. That's and great. So the DMV and whoever that was is, like, probably our cousin or somebody who's like, what the heck is this Love tofu? That ain't – we're not going to put – That just ain't right. I see, I ain't see right. stuff, and I see it in Austin. If I was a cop, I'd be – I'd pull somebody over. It. I see vulgar stickers on cars all the hey, time. You can't not do. all the time. Not anymore. But I've seen them. You can't pull them over for that, though. Yeah, you but pull- you should be able to. You should be able to pull them over, slap them, like that. You know, sport now where people stand next to each other and they slap them, and then peel their sticker off and then send them on their way. <laughs> that is a great. That should be a new law. That oh if you goodness. put a sticker like that on your car, it's the a, cops can like stop a, you. How about slap a citizen? You, a citizen. I call arrest. your mother. I literally, <laughs> I literally did not get this uh, license plate uh, acronym until the show. I guess I didn't look at it right. L V T O F U. Love to F. Yeah. And, uh, but it's, it says love tofu. I like it. Yeah, That's, it was. You like it? That was just saying I love tofu. You like? Yeah, they were saying I love tofu, but they. But we got it. They were mentally. They didn't understand, you know. Or they were not did on. They? Or they did. They did, and they were trying to get. You know, they got genius marketing people over there, evil. Genius. Uh, genius. I don't know about he, I don't know about genius. Now that I'll was tell just you what's, some person. That was just some person. And but high five to that to uh, Beef's cousin who was the DMV <laughs> decision maker on that uh, license plate and said no. Yeah. Good job. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Uh, 
what is a good choice? I don't know how to trans. I don't know how to <laughs> go into this. Altrua Healthcare, finding affordable, top quality healthcare options. You know, it can be tricky for sportsmen, entrepreneurs, those who are self-employed. But Altrua Healthcare, they're a 501c3 organization that's been sharing medical needs for over 25 years. Altrua Healthcare is not insurance. However, it offers a powerful alternative to traditional insurance and skyrocketing costs. I got my family covered by Altrua. I believe in them. I'm carrying them on the boat this year. As a member of the team, I believe in them that much. Members contribute each month to a membership escrow, and then eligible eligible medical needs are then shared from that escrow account. That's literally how easy it works. You can find out how much you can save by going to myshare.org. Altrua HealthShare, where we care for one another. All right, coming up, your Armed Citizens Report. You get it only in one place. It's the Outdoor Zone Live at the Bunkhouse, 24-7, 365. You can find us at the Outdoor Zone. I'm Everstar Pro, Ron Sheffield, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Up this morning before the sun, fix me some coffee and a honey bun. Gave it some gas. I'm going out to catch uh, a five-pound bass. Here he goes. I need to go to Bass Drop. A lake down near me. If Cody would take me, oh, I'd gosh. catch a five-pound bass. Keystone Bank. Oh, thank our God. Buddies. Thank God. We're talking at the break about our buddies over at Keystone Bank. Experience the value of community banking where local matters. Come join the Bank of Choice for Austin community members, families, and entrepreneurs. We're Keystone Bank, founded by Jeff Wilkinson and his team, operated right here in Austin, Texas, by locals like you. That's why we're so invested in our community and its success. When you bank with Keystone, you enjoy the local relationship-based service that sets us apart. Banking at your fingertips, anywhere, anytime. To learn more, get started at a Keystone account. Visit one of our locations in person, 11,500 B Caves Road, West Austin, 500 Pressler Street in downtown Austin, or 900 Hutchins Avenue in beautiful Ballinger, Texas. Just go to the website, keystone.bank, for all the information. Keystone.bank. Now it's time for our Armed Citizen Report. Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week. This just in. A 34-year-old man forcibly entered a home in Lady Lake, Florida through a window on January 2nd. There was a confrontation between the intruder and the homeowner, ending with the homeowner shooting the intruder. The Lake County Sheriff's Department responded to the call at approximately 5.30 p.m. and declared it a self-defense shooting. The intruder was pronounced dead at the home. The intruder had previously been arrested in 2022 for punching a man who was with his girlfriend. He fled, fled but was captured by police who reported that he was inebriated and in possession of methamphetamine at the time. Home invasions don't always happen in the middle of the night. 
You need to be prepared at all times, which means having a quick access to a firearm in your home and or carrying a gun on your person at home. Do you do you carry when you're at home? I think that you need to be aware of what's going on. When you live out in the country, and I live a little bit close to a highway, so there's always in the back of my head. Now, I got dogs, too, so dogs, man, they, you know, they're a critical element to safety in the country, in my opinion. But uh, I always have in the back of my head somebody could wander down the road i mean we've had people come out of our woods walk out of our woods and uh so i'm always trying to pay i'll tell you if i'm doing yard work or something i no i don't i don't i'm in the backyard there's a lot of that drive-by stuff you know like hey you want to be in you want to be a part of this gang or club or whatever you got to go by and pop somebody and they'll drive through a neighborhood and just shoot innocent people well, you got to be ready to stop, drop, and roll, baby, if you're living in the in the city nowadays. That's right. And I, I got that special holster for the hot tub also. That's awkward. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, I always have a firearm within a short distance. I've got a couple very strategic yet safe uh, located firearms. You know, there are people that hide them in their house. Like on the behind the headboard, up on top of the shelves, bookshelves, you know. Uh-huh. So they have a downstairs gun and an upstairs gun. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I, I, sorry, man. I, I'm. It's too much of a pet peeve for to leave out firearms. I think it's irresponsible. I don't like it. Um, although we grew up with a shotgun sitting in the corner behind the door. You know. Did you ever use it inappropriately? Hell, because you were no. taught not to, right? Correct. Correct. In Chicago. Well, then what's the problem? The problem is other people enter your house and kids come over. Only if you allow them to. You don't let anybody in your house. Your kids can't I only play. allow them. I only allow them to enter my house if I. And, and they're pat the kind of people that will understand. You got a pat down system, a TSA. Th- I can see you with Texas a wand. Thing. No, I'm not going to wipe them down. I'm not. But they're invited in, and there's a reason they're invited in. It's because they're a guest of mine that I'm told can come in the house. I don't have random people walking in my house. Gosh, the way we grew well, up, you don't, everybody you don't, came to our house. In, this, in these situations, you're not inviting them in. They're coming in because they're they're criminals. They're coming in because they're No, I'm talking about space. bringing the kids. You know, you have kids, and they have friends, and they come over. He was saying it was irresponsible about having – well, I'm going to know who might – that's the beautiful part about moving to where we are and where we live is I'm going to know the kids that are coming in my house. Uh, well, I, Beef is right. You know, you it's not – he doesn't have guns sitting around, like, on the bar counter in the kitchen. I mean – Firearms are put, you know, one of the things that I saw that I liked uh, that I think are, you know, some of the options now with those boxes that you can set on a The biometric ones, yeah. Some of those things are, they've moved along pretty good where you're not, you're not doing an electronic thing. It's a mechanical action that opens those boxes. But some of those things I think are pretty, pretty smart. I I think it's, I'm really excited and uh, 
had kind of confirmation of us moving out to a small town last night in a lot of ways. And one of them being kind of what we're talking about is, you know, my daughter's in a school district uh, that these kids were at, at this fundraiser we were at last night. And they'll graduate with 20, 30 kids, you know. We'll, you know every kid that they're graduating with, basically. And uh, one dad has a, ha, that I was talking to had a son that's like a freshman. And he said, man, I love it. I love that we're out here. And they were in a different school district before they moved out here a few years ago. And he said, it's the best out here. Like my buddies, my, my son's buddy, you know, came over and did something. And uh, I jumped his butt a little bit, told him, you know, what's right from wrong. And uh, the next day his dad called me and told me thank you for jumping his son's butt while he was over at my house for doing something. And that, if done correctly in a responsible way and out here in the country, it most often is, I think, in a lot of ways. It used to be that way. It used mm -hmm. to be that way. Yeah. Right. If your if your kid's friend come friend's friend comes over and does something, you know, that ain't that's not right, you're not allowed to in a lot of places to say anything. Oh, or well, if you see him out, oh, I saw I saw a deal the other day, uh, 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 some video on uh, Instagram or something. I don't remember where it was, but it was this lady at a at a counter, and this mom comes in and says, and she has her boy with her, like a teenage boy, and she goes, "You gave my son a hot plate, and he burned his hand." And she goes, and the waitress said, "Well, didn't he know it was hot? I told him it was hot," and she goes. But you didn't make it clear, and now he's got this hurt on his hand. And the guy who owned the cafe said, "Say you're sorry. Just say you're sorry." And the and the waitress was not going to say she's sorry. And she goes, "You know what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you got a kid who is and just went <laughs> off. You know, like he is. And I'm sorry that you are so caught up in yourself that you don't think that servers have a life to and just went off. And I just thought." That is so right on, you know. So people just, man, sometimes they're so into themselves. They miss so much. Hmm. Well, anyway, yeah. that's hey, true. Did I oh, shut wow. It down well, yeah, you sure man, did, I just, man. Because I really I'm, know how to take that and go anywhere else with that. My wife and I, we, we made Show's a decision. over. We can go home now. We made a decision that your home, our home, is our castle. And anything that happens, we get to dictate inside the four walls of our home anything that happens. Well, but outside you're just of that, that, you don't know who's going to come in your house. You can't leave guns in certain hidden places because you don't know who's going to be in there. Who could yeah, mess with them? That's what I'm it's saying. Just, you're, you're but we have rules. Contradicting yourself? No, I'm not. We have rules and we have laws inside. That's the only thing that we can control is inside the four walls of our home. You can't go outside of that and tell other people how to live their life or run. We don't have control over that. We but can't. You're, I, but you're saying at your house, you don't have firearms in different locations because of random people coming in your house and you don't know how they're going to act or handle those firearms. Yeah. At the same time, you're telling me. In these four walls, these are our laws. This so is how we, we have, run our house. So that's contradictory. If it's we got a text from a listener, is it not? we got a text from a listener said, 
her son had a friend from California, and the kid's mom asked if that little boy could come over to their house so the California kid could come over to the Texas kid, our listener's house. And uh, the mom, the Texas mom said, uh, I told her probably not because we raise our kids completely different, and I don't want that to be an issue when he comes to play. <laughs> yeah, so that could be one of she the does, things right she there. Said, she said uh, her friend, the friend in, from California, does free-range parenting. What? What is that? You let him go? So I saw I saw a deal, too, uh, where... Um, that means... Yeah, I was, Other I was people, watching anybody some, can parent my child. Anybody. I was watching something on uh, on on kids and 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 us growing up, and they and they did this thing. They asked people to draw a circle from where their house was, where they grew up, and how far out they could travel as a kid. And they made this huge circle, you know, like they went to the park over here, and they went down over here into the ditches, and they did all this stuff, and uh, and then. They said, and now draw around your house how far your kid can go. And it was the yard. <laughs> that's true. And yeah, it's just like a very stark difference. And and then they did, and the reason why they wouldn't let him out of the yard was because of the dangers and, uh, and you know, dangerous people and all that. And they then they pulled out the statistics from when they were kids and the kids today and the statistics back then were more dangerous for a kid to venture out and they, uh, than they are today. They make you think that every time a kid goes somewhere that they're going to get snatched or something's going to happen to them. And the statistics do not say that. But it's interesting how close we keep our kids to the house and how far we went when we were kids. Yeah, I'll tell you, you used, I used to go to the grocery store on a bicycle and in that same part of town i look at now and there ain't no way i'd let a kid make that bike ride at the age i was making it you know four three four years old going to the grocery store by myself hey we'll take a break that was kind of a joke but <laughs> nobody was paying attention it's the outdoor zone we'll close this thing up on the flip side you get it only one place it's uh 24 7 365 you can find us at theoutdoorzone.com I'm Andy Morgan, and I fish FLW, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone. We are live at the bunkhouse. And, uh, man, I just really, really appreciate having these folks on the list of our supporters here at the Outdoor Zone. It's partsview.com, P-A-R-T-S-V-U.com. They're an online one-stop shop for all your boating needs. If you have a boat, you must visit partsview.com. That is your task for today. Mission is to help boaters enjoy each and every day on the water. They carry genuine OEM Yamaha, Mercury, Suzuki, Maracruiser parts, plus 200,000 products from the marine industry's leading brands like Starbright, Navco, and Turning Point Propellers, TNH Marine, all the major brands. Plus, they've got all kinds of cool social media 
stuff that is uh, online to teach you how to change those parts and fix those things and all kinds of boating talk. So check them out, partsview.com. Our friends, P-A-R-T-S-V-U.com. And uh, did a podcast with them earlier this week talking a little bit about fishing. And it was, uh, man, they got a really cool podcast thing. But it was funny because we do the show here, right? And we can see each other. You, All of us can see each other. But they do their podcast like a video of a vlog, a vlog, I guess, or whatever. Is that what it's called? Vlog? vlog. There's video. video attached to it. Yeah. Know? So it's so like people on YouTube. can watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Like a streaming yeah. live stream or something. Yeah. So I had to like try and pay attention to how the video, you know, make sure that. How you looked. Yeah. I had to like, <laughs> it didn't look too bad. You know, you know here, we could do care. that here if you wanted to. We could open yeah. it up. Hey, well, so. I'm not really worried. I always, I'm always looking fly. You know, with your chicken dolphin uh, behind you. So uh, that we have folks that listen to the show live all over the country, all over the place, and we have a uh, we have ladies, we have women who listen to the show, and thank you everybody, who all you regulators out there that listen to the show, man, you guys, you guys are a big reason why we get up and do the show, and we have been for so many years. Um, but we were talking about kids today who. Uh, that mom that didn't want this kid to come over to her house because she's uh, she's from California. Not that all Californians raise their kids this way, because I know they don't, um, but some do. And uh, and she's that California mom raises her kid free range, free range. And so uh, so she sent me another text and says so free range is no rules on games toys or television shows no bedtime whatever food whenever they want no parenting but friendship instead and she said her kids terrible you know that's a disaster for one time i told my mom and i don't know i don't regret this but i told her i said mom there's one thing that i really dislike about us growing up that i think you did a disservice to me She'd wake up early every morning, and she would come in, and she would pick up my room. And she always picked up after me, always made lunch, always made dinner, always did laundry, did everything. And I was actually a miserable person when I moved out. I didn't know how to do any of that. I didn't understand the discipline of learning how to pick up after yourself, how to do your own laundry. Well, kids and, kids desperately especially boys i'm i'm not so well versed on the female uh youth but uh boys desperately long for uh discipline and direction and they'll tell you you know in a moment they may say no 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 but really deep inside they desperately long to know what to do and how to do it and it is such a disservice you were telling us beef about some kids that uh, you know from California that don't go anywhere without a tablet in their hand. That's true. Yeah. Isn't that terrible? I mean, it's a stimulation thing, I believe, now, where they oh, just yeah. need that. Oh, yeah. It's gone that. way past just, you know. Well, it's, it's, it's a dopamine drop is what it is. And I catch myself. I have to take breaks on social media and things, you know, because you get drawn into those short videos. And next thing you know, uh. it's 40. 
47 minutes later <laughs> and you have no and you just went video 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 That's video right. video it's designed and all it is that way is dopamine drop dopamine drop dopamine drop dopamine drop and you where else do you get that you don't get that that consistent drop like anywhere else in life I get in it regular when I'm life around my wife Oh, God. <laughs> my attention. No, what She's what a constant uh, yeah, dopamine yeah. drop. Well, if but you if you do it the I'm right serious. way though, in your in the outdoors, <laughs> you can smooth those over. You go over a big ridge and you see the sunrise or sunset and take that in for a moment. So, oh, right. man. But that's we've, one drop, right? We've done it. We've done where we've had kids come to beef, you know this. We have kids come to one of our KOZ deals or kids outdoor zone deals. And we have boys that come in that are medicated very heavily. We have kids that come in that are addicted to the videos. And the first couple of days having them out at the ranch, it's tough. It's tough, man. They are, like, off the wall. They're off balance. They want to go home. That you know. But you get a kid out there, and, and this is the beauty about these uh, when kids are spinning out of control and they send them out to these ranches where they have these youth programs out in ranches. And, you know, a kid goes out there for nine months with rules and regulations and good food and hard work and none of that stuff. Uh, man, you can break it off of them, and I'll tell you what, they're different. They're different, and they're, they're exactly what, you know, the heart of a – of a young man comes to life because he's, but it's got to be done correctly. And I think uh, in a loving manner is kind of the stern, but loving manner where yeah, they trust you. Absolutely. They got to trust you. I think. How yeah. do well, you got to earn their trust. Yeah. How do you break them. someone off of that? How do you get them to understand that that phone attached to their face? Like we all are, there's a happy balance in there somewhere. It's like, you know, for years, it took me, years and years to figure out a balance being self-employed right mm -hmm. when you when i you know i made a uh a uh, uh i made a plan to myself that i wasn't going to take a work call you know between certain hours after certain hours or before certain hours like i would not answer my phone from a client before 8 a.m i i quit doing it you know because they, then people get you know, accustomed to calling you whenever, whatever, nine o'clock at nine thirty at night, you get a phone call about a broken sprinkler head, you know, or well, whatever on a property that you manage. And, and so you have to set those, I hate to say boundaries because I don't think boundaries is a good word for it, know, but for the you other have to set those precedences in your life, you know, that have separation of reality. Yeah. But but these are kids, and they're That's supposed. That's what I'm saying. To, you're supposed to be training them, and but if we're doing it as adults, well, what are they seeing? I'll tell well, you. That's the he, ultimate training tool. Is what you do is what I'll do. All right. So when my first met my wife, um, so we went out. We went camping, right? And she, I hate camping. I hate it. I will never go. I hate. I said, and and what it was important to me to do, and I enjoyed it. And I, you know what I found out? She just didn't know how to do it right. And you got to do it right and have fun with it and bring the joy to it and then uh, expose them to that. I think that's your uh, verse Good. lesson for that this, could for this be. week. 
<laughs> well, actually, it was Albert Einstein. I was watching him last night on a show. And it says, do not, do not try to become a person of success, but rather try to become a person of value. I heard All an right, amazing thing about him I'll talk about uh, in a future show. Uh, but this week's Bible verse comes from Ephesians 6.11. Put on God's armor so that you can make a stand against the tricks of the devil. Live it, love nice. it, learn it. I'm Cody Ryan, same place, uh, different place for me. Next week, I'll be at Lake Okeechobee. See you boys there. All right. Hey, folks, want to encourage you this week. Get the kids off the couch. Take them for a walk in the park. Show them the birds, the trees. Take, heck, take them hunting, take them fishing. We don't care what it is. As long as you get them into the great outdoor zone. If you want to start a hunting and fishing ministry in your church, guys, we can help you with that. Just go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. If you want to donate to Kids Outdoor Zone, our motto is no kid left inside. You can do that. Cars, truck, land, or money. Just go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. And if you got a little boy who needs some direction, needs to get off that tablet, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. There's groups meeting all around the country. All right, we're headed to church after this and want to encourage all you folks to find a good Bible-based church in your community somewhere after all that does belong to him anyway, all of it, every bit of it. Um, so be grateful and then go to a nice buffet somewhere. Uh, it's a good Sunday. Uh, all right, from Cody Graney and Beef steak and myself tj and everybody else here in the bunkhouse we just want to say god bless and regulators i don't know